Harry, I have no idea where this will lead us, but I have a definite feeling it will be a place both wonderful and strange. someone would actually um would anyone download a podcast called Binks y'all people would think it's as a podcast about Jar Jar Binks which it wouldn't just be about him I mean we would talk about him in everything else <laughs> we would have our Jar Jar Binks quote of the week <laughs> MVP of the episode always Jar Jar Binks <laughs> lives on in the Clone Wars, too. You know, he shows up. I thought you were about to say he lives on in our... <laughs> <laughs> Jar Jar Binks lives on in, <laughs> in Misa Hartsa. Okay. Uh, Tess, do you want to... <laughs> do you want to tell listeners what podcasts are actually listening to? Oh, yeah. Woo! When I calm down. <laughs> <laughs> Every four? <laughs> Every two to four weeks. <laughs> my name's Eric. And my name is Chaz. And this is a show we talk about Twin Peaks. I am watching these shows for the very, these episodes for the very first time, and... And I am a bit of a Twin Peaks super fan. Yeah. It's my favorite TV show. And I uh, literally put a gun to Eric's head and make him watch this TV show. It, it was so dramatic when she did it. It was amazing. Uh, we've been going on. What is the episode that we're discussing today? We are discussing episode six yeah. of season two, arbitrarily titled <laughs> Demons. And, uh, real quick, Tusk, uh, what is the email for this podcast? The email for this podcast is samepeaksyall at gmail.com. Feel free to email us if yeah. you uh, want to chat <laughs> with us <laughs> about the TV show Twin Peaks. And I am manning the email, so if you want to send any spoilery stuff, yeah. you totally can. And that way I don't get my eyes pecked out by the spoiler by dove. By the spoiler dove who haunts our podcast. If any of our listeners... Uh, if any of you would listen to a show called <laughs> Same Binks, Y'all, where Tess and I talk about Star Wars and Jar Jar Binks, uh, email us in uh, samepeaksyall uh, same at uh, gmail.com. We would love to know if that's a thing that could happen. You can also tweet at us at Team Y'all. Same Team Y'all, by the way, is our mother podcast where... 
Eric and I talk about uh, various topics mm-hmm. in pop culture, including Star Wars. Yeah. Um, and we tell stories from the libraries that we both work at, and we share life lessons. And we just try to make the world a better place by reminding everyone that we're all on the same team. 100%. So if you really like listening to Eric and I, and you want to hear us more than every four weeks, yeah. <laughs> feel free to this, subscribe. Should we address that now, like officially? Well, we started this podcast <laughs> as a fortnightly podcast, yeah. and we had every intention of... of of putting out an episode every two weeks and but um surprise we don't get paid to do this podcast life life gets in the way life showed up and life was like no man (laughs) nope no man no just i think we're aiming for once a month at least yeah we will definitely try to get together at least once a month to talk about yeah and and our fave northwestern murder town yeah and don't don't think that means we don't enjoy casting and and talking to all all you fine peaks peaksians (laughs) twin peaks fans but it's just it's difficult to find the time that's all yeah you know it's just for funsies and freezies and funsies and freezies yeah and uh why don't we get started with our first segment in which i Mm -hmm. recap the episode and eric fills in with his color commentary don't you have a question for me tess um, did you watch th- this episode? I did. Okay, yes. <laughs> <laughs> you, you usually start by asking it just to confirm that really I'm good. embarrassing if I was about to recap this episode. Can you imagine? Well, I keep telling you one day there's going to be an episode where I was like, uh-huh. Boy, that part. Oh, boy, that part. <laughs> I, I did some, watch it. I do have some updates from our last episode. Oh, perfect. Um, you... <laughs> correctly recognize the actor who plays Squiggy um, from Laverne and Shirley. Uh, that was definitely Squiggy who plays um, Mr. Pingle. Look at that. Mr. Facial <laughs> Blindness. Me. Himself. Got that right. You definitely watched a lot of Laverne and Shirley. When, when I was a kid, I had a I had a little bit of a crush on Miss Shirley. So. <laughs> and if you follow us on that same team, y'all, you saw that I tweeted out a picture of Eric doing a squiggy impression. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's his imp- that was really yeah. excellent. Yes, thank you. Um, also, another update. Um, I don't know if you listened to our last episode. For some reason, we couldn't remember the name of the person who draws pictures during... <laughs> when we got court picture drawer person. <laughs> Because in the last episode we talked about how Andy is um, drawing pictures during the during the case, uh, and it is a courtroom sketch artist. And I don't know why we couldn't remember the name sketch. of the occupation. A sketch artist. Sketch artist. Yeah. Was the answer. So that's what Andy was doing. The whole time. Was sketching in mm-hmm. the courtroom. Anyways. This episode picks up right where the last episode left off. Like, right where it left off. It, it was like a cliffhanger. With Harold raking its face. <laughs> as you do. As, as one does. Which, I'm not a gardener. Maybe that's standard, <laughs> standard, is it tulips that he's into? Orchids. 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 Standard orchid farming procedures. Yeah, that's just how you maintain your orchids. Just, just gotta rake your face. <laughs> face every now and then. And he's telling Donna... That he thought she was different, mm-hmm. and he thought that she was going to help him rejoin the world, but she is unclean, and she has contaminated him. But luckily, James saves the day. Well, he, like, runs at, Harold runs at them like he's going to get that book and maybe trowel them to death. <laughs> With the rake. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and James runs in. 
But it's funny, he grabs one of them and leaves the other one. <laughs> like, behind. And I made a metal note of it, but I don't remember which one it I is. I think he grabs Donna. And yeah. And then Maddie. And then Maddie, like... And Maddie runs out, or... It's one or the other, but they don't get the diary. No. That's the key part of We this. were this close to the secrets. That was the whole point of this yeah. whole... It would have been... <laughs> This whole Scooby Gang uh, operation, and they did not get the diary. Go ahead and do you have your highlighter? Yeah, you highlight. do. Perfect. Go ahead and highlight the diary. Okay. Because for new listeners, as we go through the recap, we highlight things that we will discuss in our next segment. So many mysteries. Yes, I'm highlighting mysterious things. And go ahead and highlight Donna and Maddie for me, please. Okay. Um, or. Or whatever you need to do for okay. that. I, this scene was weird because it was great because James got him out, which was awesome. You know, I like James. Yeah. But couldn't James, and not that I'm condoning violence, couldn't James just, like, beat this dude up and take him the, take him the diary, right? I mean, I guess he could have, yeah. That, because they run out. Yeah. And they're, like, continuing to run, and eventually John's like, you don't have to run anymore. He's not going to chase us. Yeah. Like, he doesn't leave his house. Yeah. And then Donna and James, like, apologize to each other. They have kind of this sweet touch Like, moment. five feet from the house. Like, they're, yeah. like, looking out the window at also, them. Also, Maddie is just standing there, like, awkwardly. She does, a lot. She does a lot of that, though. Yeah, you she know? does do a lot she of that. She does a lot of that kind of, like, standing where she's, like, the third person in the room. Yeah. And we're like, I don't know what you're up to, Maddie. I love Maddie. I like Maddie, too. Yeah. I can see why you thought she was an android for so long. I guess we did debunk that, didn't we? We did, because she drank coffee oh, in the last, yeah. and I think the last episode. Uh, she probably is not an android. I still <laughs> think she could be Laura, though. I do think she could be Laura. Maybe. Like, in disguise or something. Um, and then I noted that we got more credits. I don't know if this has happened before. Thank you. I noted you that. I don't think it ever has happened. Like it, that was almost like a like a James Bond tease at yeah, the beginning. Yeah, I don't think I've ever noticed that we've done a whole scene and then had more credits. Because we have our 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 very um, soothing credit sequence at the beginning, mm-hmm. and then there was a scene, and then there were more credits. Yeah. And I was like, man, there must have been a lot of people involved in the making of this episode. I kind of liked more credits. I liked there. having that little tease at the beginning. I thought that was cool. Yeah. Wow. Uh, we got Coop and Bookhouse Boys, and they get Audrey back to their secret headquarters, which appears to be a library. Have yeah. we seen the headquarters before? Is they was that? Did we see them during the interrogation? Where were we when they did the interrogation? I think it might have been at the headquarters, but I don't think we got a good look at it before. Okay, I feel like this might be the first good look we got. I don't think I even noticed that we were in a new... <laughs> like, I knew we were... I assumed it was, like, the police station or something. No, it's, like, a room full of books. Is it a library? Or it a book? It looks like a library. Or a, almost like a bookstore. But it's obviously not a store. Or a... It's, like, a private bookhouse library. Bookhouse! There's a bookhouse! Boys, it's a house full of books! Knock it off. Knock it off. <laughs> my, my God. My God. My God, there's books That's everywhere. That's House full of okay, so it's not an actual library. No, it's just a house it's like their books. private library. Yeah. yeah. So they're in their secret headquarters. What kind of books are in which there? Is the house full of books. What kind of books do you think they've got? Um, 
I know what kind of books are in there. Do you? <laughs> yeah, because it's I'm... all. I'm gonna make a guess right now. <laughs> it's all just biographies of Harry S. Truman. <laughs> just various, <laughs> just various ones. Yeah, yeah. Because I've read the secret history of Twin Peaks. Did you? Oh, I know. I tell you what books are. In yeah. There. Okay, I will be reading that book. So for listeners, once we get through <laughs> all of the episodes of Twin Peaks. After are se- we really going to do that? We are. We're going to hold on to it. Are yeah. we totally going to do that? Why wouldn't we? I thought that maybe you might want to give up after. No, we're going to have a production meeting. In another yeah, we'll have a production said. meeting right now. That's okay. That's okay. <laughs> I think you might want to give up on Twin Peaks after the end of the second season. No. no the plan is gonna we're going to finish season two. <laughs> yeah. Do a season two recap okay. like we did for season one. <laughs> What's the next thing after that? Fire Walk, Fire with, Walk me. with me. The movie. Maybe. Then... Secret History of Twin Peaks. Which you just referenced. Then? Then The Return. Which just came out? Yes. Recently. 2017. 2017. uh, From date of recording, this. And then? And then The Final Dossier. Which you have not read. That's true. See, that's the perfect ending to this show, is that we end it on a thing neither one of us has experienced. Uh, See? All right. I'm holding in there. and You're you're willing to hang in there. Who knows? One day we may make this a fortnightly cast again. It's just, it's hard. You know, it's it's hard to find time. That's all. You know? (laughs) So, anyway. End production. End production meeting. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So, Coop correctly deduces that Audrey is high on heroin. Yeah. And he comforts her. Um, Donna and James make out. They seem to be back to normal. Is this the same where they're down by the water? Um, Or they're just... Like, they're still going to the car, right? I think they're about to get on James's bike. Yeah, <laughs> of course they're getting on James's bike. <laughs> of course they are. The uh, He's, like, super in love with her, right? I think so. Yeah. I think we might be back to normal with them. Yeah. I think Donna was acting really strange, and I think we might have Donna back. Okay. Maybe, like, the way that Donna's supposed to be. Yeah, like, back to regular Donna. Yeah. Not sexy time Donna. <laughs> which, <laughs> Not nope. Just- not sunglasses, Donna. Sunglasses, Donna. <laughs> look, chewing on fingers, Donna. And, uh, and uh, dancing to herself, Donna. Harry recognizes Jean Renault. Yep. Is that a yearbook that he pulls out? No, I don't think it's a yearbook. No. I think it's like a, just a book of... Uh, <laughs> what Criminals? Are, what are the photos called? Oh, mugshots. Mugshots, okay. thank you. <laughs> okay. I think it was just a book of mugshots, like, before there were, like, a ton of... I mean, there were computers, but before, like... Okay. You know, and Twin Peaks is kind of behind the times a little bit. Right, So, I think it was just a book of mugshots. And this is still the early 90s. Yeah. They haven't scanned all the pictures. No. So, I think that's what it was. Okay. I don't think he was, like, class... Like, valid Victorian Okay. So, they recognize uh, Jean Renault. They uh, attach him to his mugshot. Yep. They realize that the plan was... To use Audrey as bait to catch Coop because Coop was responsible for Jean's brother Jacques' death. Mm-hmm. Um, what about the other brother? There was that was Bernard. I don't know if he knows that. Did he die? Uh, <laughs> Bernard is no, dead. No, no, right? no pressure. Twin Peaks I know, super fair. Right? It's confusing. Isn't yeah, it? it's very confusing. So many well, Renaults. I don't think that that was Coop. That Leo? Did Leo? I think Leo, one of the brothers dies almost like off camera, right? Yeah. So I think Leo killed one of that them. Was, or at least we're assuming Leo killed one of them. <laughs> because remember, um, <laughs> uh, um, Ben Horn meets Leo in the woods and there's a dead body there. 
right? <laughs> yes. Or a sleeping body. Probably a dead body. <laughs> Probably a, dead body. a sleeping, <laughs> non-breathing body. Yeah. So there we go. So he's the last of the Renault brothers. Yeah. Until they revealed the fourth Renault <laughs> in the return. Eric Renault. <laughs> Eric. The return of <laughs> Renault. Eric Renault. <laughs> So funny. Okay, so anyway, they okay. figure that out. You laugh, but there might be a Renault. Tell me more Renault show. I actually want a Renault sister. I think that's the way to go. That's the way to go. I would watch that. You laugh, but there may be a Renault. Renault. Um. Okay, Coop has like a moment of clarity here, mm-hmm. and he says, basically, OMG, I went out of my jurisdiction twice, and. That's not the first time that someone I cared for has paid the price for me doing what I think is right. Now, Tess, what do you think I'm doing while I'm watching this show? I'm sitting there going, heck yeah. Yeah, you're going off jurisdiction. You're breaking the law, essentially, by acting as Wild West sheriffs. In a world where there's laws. Yeah. But then what does Harry S. Truman tell him? Harry says, you think too much. <laughs> <laughs> I was hoping so. I'm sitting here. Oh. I'm sitting here thinking like, okay, <laughs> I got beef with Harry S. Truman. You know what I, I think? Know you, you know what I think about him as the lawman in this town? Oh. Unlawful man, more like it. Burn. And I'm thinking that. <laughs> oh, Harry, you just got burned. <laughs> take it, Harry. I And I'm thinking Coop's saying these things and Harry is going to be like, you're right, man. Oh. I did Maybe I should like just do the things I'm allowed to do by law, and instead he goes, Maybe "You I think be a better cop. you think too much." Uh, highlight uh, Harry in that conversation because I got uh, I got a theory. You got a theory Harry. about that. Yeah, I yeah. do. I do. I don't know if it's a mystery, but it's a theory. A theory. Thoughts right. about that man. Definitely want to hear that. Always thinking about that man. <laughs> <laughs> Coop fills in Ben. Um, on all of the things that have gone in, uh, tells them that Audrey was at One-Eyed Jacks, and that Blackie is dead, and that Jean has escaped, and that Audrey is recovering from an overdose, and Ben is just taking all of this in. Um, the money's still here. He, he like, this is such a weird scene, because he, yeah. like, grabs the money, and he, like, hugs the he money. Hugs he the money. hugs the money. And... He does give Coop a hug, also. But, I mean, we'll never know why he did these things. I mean, it didn't feel like a genuine hug to me. Do you think that he's at all happy to have Audrey back, or at all disturbed to find out where she's been this whole time? I think he's happy to have Audrey back, but I think he's more happy to have the money back. Yeah. And later, and I think it's a later scene, happy that none of his, like, his connections to One-Eyed Jack has really gotten out that Audrey. Mm-hmm. Although, did, did Coop figure that out, too? I don't know if Coop's figured it out yeah. yet. But I think she knows, clearly. She obviously knows, and I think she wants to tell Coop. Yeah. And I think Coop knows there's something going on, because he definitely had a, a look on this. We'll yeah. get to that. Yeah, we'll get to that. Yeah. Um... Oh, man. They brought Leo home. Such a weird scene. Such a weird scene. I just want to say, though, real quick, Shelly looks great. She was actually, is this the same one during the party? Like the. Yeah, well, not the party comes later. I keep jumping ahead. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. In this scene, she's wearing this little plaid jacket, and she just looks so great. I just want to point that out. 
They're um, almost wearing like matching plaid jackets. Her and the her and the guy. <laughs> yeah, they are. The Czech guy, and I was like, I was like, what's going on here? You know. People in Twin Peaks wear a lot of plaid. That's what's going on. She's actually the actress who plays Shelley is so adorable in this episode. For it's like her face when she gets the check, she's like, Gee! and then she's like, oh, huh. yeah. She's a good actress. And there's a part later when they're at the party, and she's just like, it's such a cute like. That I, I don't know, like something about her face is adorable. You know? Yeah, she and she looks great in this episode. She, by the way, um, have you you've heard of the television show Riverdale? Yes. Right? Yeah, I've watched the first episode. Riverdale is um, <laughs> for our listeners who don't know, Riverdale is a TV show which is about Archie, the Archie universe, yeah, like Jughead like, and Veronica, Jughead and. Betty and Veronica, mm-hmm. but it's also about like murder and drugs in a small town, and it's very heavily inspired by Twin Peaks. Like if you watch it, you can see the inspiration. Um, except that it's also like on the CW, so there's lots of like really good-looking young people like making out in it. But <laughs> that Archie, that first episode of that show is just talking about how hot Archie is constantly. <laughs> and boy, I can't disagree with him. <laughs> He's a good looking kid. Yeah. I'm more of a Jughead girl, but. Okay. Well, I was just going to say, I haven't got the Jughead yet, really. I know. know. He's not really in the first episode. He's the narrator. Yeah. Anyways, that's for our Riverdale cast. Same. <laughs> Same Riverdale? Same Riverdale. I'm, I'm sure there's Riverdale podcasts out there, there right? There are. Do you Actually, to them? if you like Riverdale and you want to listen to a really good yeah. one, Pretty Little Recaps was done by my friends uh, Rose and her friend Ryan. And oh. it's really, really good. It's a very entertaining podcast. Is that a reference to Riverdale? Well, Pretty no, Little. they used to do a podcast Pretty about Little Liars. Pretty Little Liars. And now they're doing a podcast about... Riverdale. And they just kept the same name. They just kept the same name. Why not? Why not? Just that's fine. I was just it's pretty little recaps of Riverdale edition now. They're very they're very entertaining. They're very thoughtful. They're very funny. You should listen to them. And all of this is to say Thank you. that the actress who plays Shelly on Twin Peaks plays Betty's mom on Riverdale. You know that's an intentional decision, right? I think it is. I think they were like, what can we do to make this more well, Twin Peaks? Well, like when they had cast members from uh, Star Trek show up in Heroes on yeah. NBC. You know, like that's intentional. Like they know that crowd, right? That's yeah. so cool. Yeah, it is really cool. And she still looks great. She still looks She's great. She's a great character. I yeah. feel bad for her, though. Anyways, in this scene, they find out that due to various fees, including equipment yep. fees, they only get seven hundred dollars a month, not five thousand dollars a month, which is really bad news because Shelly had to quit her job. And what are they gonna do? Wait, why did she have to quit her job to take care of Leo? To take care of Leo, they gotta take care of him full time. I don't know if we talked about this on this cast, but like, this is a terrible idea. This was a terrible idea. I think we did talk about this on. Well, the did cast. we? Okay, I was just about to say, like, it's it's really awful, scary. God. Leo is a murderer, right? Yes. That used to beat her. They should have put him in jail. And now they have him in their house. They thought they were going to have a get-rich-quick scheme. And instead, they've got a murderer who used to beat her living in their house. And he makes a sound in this. Like, Yeah. So is he not as vegetative well, as I, they thought. I told you in that one scene, I thought his eye opened, and yeah. you told me you thought it was just like a kind of, like an error, like the actor was like, right. are you done yet? And you're like, no, you're not. 
<laughs> we're not. Who's the actor who plays Leo? Do you I, know his name? I don't know. Off the top of my head. Actor who plays Leo. We're not done <laughs> until I say cut. So keep your eyes closed, okay? <laughs> Thank you. Um, I I don't think it's a great idea. First of all, it's it's manipulative, right? Uh-huh. You know, of the whole system. And then two, it's very dangerous. This man could just wake up and who knows what he's perceiving, right? Well, and I think Shelley was talked into it by Bobby. Bobby's a bad influence. Bobby is clearly not making good life choices right now. Um, and oh. <laughs> I do love the actor who plays Bobby, though. Like the oh, way Bobby's just he's played. Kind of he's so like. He's almost like this weird, like... Cartoon. He's like a clown. Like, <laughs> yeah. Just the way he walks and he waves his arms, he's so exaggerated. Oh, my mm. goodness. He's such a great character. Um, Donna tells Harry mm-hmm. about the secret diary. So she goes to Harry and tells him. Um, and he kind of doesn't believe her. I don't, I'm not quite sure Harry. why. Harry. <laughs> but he says that they'll send someone over to Harold's um, to check on the story. I guess he probably doesn't believe her because... As you call them, the Scooby Gang. Yeah. Last time they were up to hijinks, Dr. Jacoby got beat up. That is true. Even though th- that did involve them, because that's why Dr. Jacoby got, like, in that area. To that find. is true. So I think that's why. Okay. Having said that, I don't know. I mean, I think going to the police was the the uh, best thing they could do. Having said that, they probably should have said, can I speak to another... <laughs> Can I talk to Hawk? I, I'll tell you, right now, I'll take I'll take Andy at this point. Give me anyone. Are you telling me just Harry S. Truman is available? And he's so so. This scene is so funny too. Are we are we done this scene? Or are we still moving through? Oh, like, we're, we're moving on okay. now. because he he leaves. He Harry leaves oh, that he leaves and, he, her in and he just room. leaves her, and I guess yeah. she just walks away, right? He like goes, "Can you stay there?" And he leaves to to talk to Gordon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and he just like yeah. he needs to learn to delegate for one, you know. <laughs> So this is this is finally the episode where we meet regional FBI bureau chief oh Gordon boy. Cole. Oh my god. Coop's supervisor. He's here to pay Coop a visit. Um he says which he does whenever one of his agents goes down in the field. Mm-hmm. And he's got Albert's report. Yeah. But he um, says Albert's not coming back, is what he says. That's what he says. Okay. Okay. I heard a wink. Oh, the dove. <laughs> the dove saw that wink. Ooh. No, he didn't see it. He didn't see it. He, he left. He left. Okay. Albert's <laughs> uh, report is that um, there were fibers found at the scene. They are from a Vicuna coat. Okay. Um, and. <laughs> He says the one armor's syringe, which I was confused. I was like, wait, what? The yeah. one armor? It's the, the one armor. Man. man. The yeah. syringe had some really weird stuff in it, uh, like a combination of things that Albert had never seen before. And that the papers found near the train crime scene were from a diary. And oh, by the way, Gordon Cole is hard of hearing. Um, <laughs> that seems to be his chief personality trait. What do you think of Gordon Cole? Do you have thoughts? I really like Gordon Yay! Cole. I think he's cool. I want to know more about why he... I mean, he's effectively... He's hard of hearing, right? Yes. You know? He's wearing... Are these supposed to be like his... These they're not are hearing like aids. His hearing aids. Yeah. I mean, this is the early 90s. Now, I don't know much about the evolution of hearing aid technology, but he's got like a thing in his pocket that hooks into things in his ears, and I think he can adjust the volume that way. 
Um, but it sounds like he's got the volume pushed all the way up and he can still hardly hear people. <laughs> and so he speaks very loudly and people need to speak loudly to him. Yeah. Um, and uh, this becomes uh, a source of some comedy uh, in the episode. Yeah. It's, well, part of me doesn't like it because it's like he's almost like it's like a joke, mm-hmm. right? That he can't hear, like hard hearing guys but, always call up. But he's also the uh, FBI regional bureau chief. So like, that's a big deal. Despite his, uh, I guess you call it disability. Despite that, he's climbed the ranks of the FBI. He's uh, he's a special agent. He says long story though, so I don't think he was born hard of hearing, right? I feel like it probably something happened in the field. Yeah, yeah. So it's like he probably rose up the ranks and then. Oh, you think that's, that's what, what I'm what thinking? It is. Not that it takes away from it. Like it's great as far as representation. We have a member of the hard of hearing community here. But having said that, like, it's kind of like this weird jokey thing. I still <laughs> like him though. I like him yeah. a lot. You know. So. That, um, that character is played by David Lynch, by the way. I feel bad because I discovered that on my own earlier <laughs> oh, really? today. Yeah, yeah. I was lucky because I always go and I like to look up uh, the scripts for the the episodes when I uh, uh, try to find my uh, quote of the week or quote of the episode. Mm-hmm. And I uh, discovered that he was the actor. He, he played he played Gordon Cole. Cole. Yeah. yeah, Good for him. Yeah. Good for him. Um, Audrey is not happy to see Ben. Yeah. Now we can talk about, um, I feel like, uh, Coop was watching their conversation very closely and I think he could pick up on the fact that Audrey was unhappy to see her father and because she was even asking like, maybe, maybe Agent Cooper can drive me home. Mm -hmm. And he's like, maybe all three of us can drive home together. Like Ben does not want her to be alone. Well, cause he thinks she's going to give the secrets away. So Coop, Coop doesn't know that she's at. That that Coop doesn't know that Ben owns. I don't think Coop has deduced yet that Ben owns One Eye Jack. Okay. That he's involved with the brothel. Okay. I was trying to remember what he saw when he was like, uh, you know, in the brothel. And all. Yeah, I don't think he saw Ben. She definitely figured it out. You know. Yeah. Because I think she's like. Because told. Blackie is the front was the front. Yeah. For um for the brothel. So that's how he is, stays removed. Right. right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he's just the behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. Um, we get a little check-in with Nadine and Big Ed. She still thinks she's a teenager, and she still has super strength. She super punches him in the gut. <laughs> and then she, like, leaps on him. Yeah. <laughs> Such a great poor Ed, right? Yeah, what is he going to do? He's got to figure her out, and she's, like, super strong. And I mean, I actually thought in that scene... That, like, when she was talking about, like, let's do some grown-up stuff, I was like, yeah. she's going to kill him. <laughs> and I think that's what he was thinking, too. He was like, no, they, oh, what kind of grown-up stuff do you mean? You know, they'll probably murder him, you know? Oh, I guess we'll find out in the next episode if uh, Big Ed's still alive, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Josie and um, the menacing Asian man, they look like they just did it. I think they just, I think they just did grown up stuff together. They just did grown up stuff, and she's crying. Well, that's that's sad. Well, she's like laying on the couch, but her like dress is like on, but like unzipped. So I don't know. And he looks like in various stage of undress. Yeah, and And very like moist. Like he looks very, (laughs) very like like he's like sweating or perspiring. Could have been hot. Maybe they didn't turn the AC up in the room. And he says he's. Giving her a one-way ticket to Hong Kong. 
And she says she wants to stay and get all of her money. But he says that Mr. Eckerd is waiting for her, and he threatens Harry. Now, have we heard of Mr. Eckerd before, or is this a new person? I feel like we have not heard of okay. Mr. Eckerd before. I feel like this might be the first mention of okay. Mr. Eckerd. Yeah, Mr. Eckerd's a good name for like a mysterious bad person. Right? I, yeah. I think so. And then he threatens Harry, like, you do what I say or I'm going to kill Harry. And she seemed very emotional about that. I think she does like Harry. Like I think she does. I think she does, but she's like caught up in some weird. I think she probably. I think you thought originally that she did not care for Harry at all. I think. I think now. I think it's one of those things that first she didn't. You know, because I think this. What's this guy's name? The guy that she might have just. I don't know. Then she introduces him as her assistant, Mr. Lee, but But that's not his name. That doesn't sound like a real name. (laughs) We can call him Mr. Lee. Mr. Lee. Mr. Lee says, you make this man a fool. You know what I mean? You do this and you still like him or whatever. Yeah. So. Um, James meets Maddie. This is the scene down by the water. Okay. And he apologizes and he tells her that he's been treating her like she was Laura. Mm -hmm. And she says that she kind of liked being Laura for a while. Um, And when they were kids, it was like her and Laura were connected. Psychic stuff. Yeah, psychic stuff. But him and Don are meant to be. And he says, that he's not sure about that, but he's going to try to make the way his heart feels last forever. It's so sweet. I think it's sweet. Yeah. You know? And I think this is basically his, because this show kind of had like a, uh, like, who's he going to end up with kind of thing. And I think this is his, he's in love with Donna. Yeah. It's been a busy couple of days. Yeah. And Maddie know? says she's going home tomorrow. Yeah. 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 Which, <laughs> so, by, so, by the way, wait a second. She's got, she came down for the funeral, which is right. how long ago? <laughs> Probably like a week ago. A week or yeah. Are all these kids still going to school? Like, well, you get bereavement time, right, for funerals. Oh, okay. Yeah, like she had to take care of her family. No, no, I mean like James and stuff. Oh. And and how about like? Uh, well, they could be going to school during the day what? and doing shenanigans at night. Okay. What about um? Scooby shenanigans. What about Audrey? Oh, well, Audrey obviously has been missing a lot of Yeah, I don't think there's private tutors in the brothel. When Audrey gets back, she's going to have a lot of makeup homework to do. A lot of homework right? to do. A lot of homework. Yeah. Okay. Well, she's I'm, Audrey Horn and she gets what she wants, though. So, so she's going to go ahead and, and <laughs> blackmail the uh, Prince of Hall. Ben meets with Josie. And she says she wants her money now. Yeah, this is a good scene. I like this one. Yeah, I like this scene, too. And he's like, well, you have to wait, uh, which seems reasonable to me. But um, And then he says that he's going to blackmail her. And then she's like, nah. I got you. I'm going to blackmail it's you. It's a great because he takes his key out, and she goes, well, I got my key. And, you know? <laughs> and she's like, oh, your key's adorable. Look at my bigger key. <laughs> I really do think so. Ben's got a lot. He's not a great guy, and he's got a lot of irredeemable qualities. But I do think in this scene that he was like, I think he was really impressed. Like, oh, way to outsmarted. She outfoxed him. Way to outfox me. Yeah, Yeah, which is really cool. Which, by the way, do you think there really was uh, uh, safe with information on him, or did she just have the key and blast her way through it? Oh, hmm. 
Now that would be even better. Yeah, <laughs> we'll probably never find out. But I was just thinking, like, she just had the key and just like really just stared him straight in the face and bluffed her <laughs> way through it. it. Yeah. I believe he had stuff on her though. Yeah. That's a Ben Horn sneaky way. I like that. I'm gonna just start carrying a key with me, just yeah. in case anyone tries to blackmail me. Yeah. I'm gonna be like, like next oh, time you're really? at the library, someone's like, I think I returned that item. I don't know why I like my. <laughs> you just pull this big key out. You're like, this key goes to a box, and what's in that box will be for three lifetimes. <laughs> you will never be able to check out a book you again. You will never be able to check out a book again, good madam. <laughs> now pay that 25 cents. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now we have the welcome home party. There it Leo. is. There it is. It's so, so weird, right? So weird. They're having this party, and I guess they're trying to wake him up. Is that what they're trying to do? No, I don't think they. No, I think they don't want to wake him. They up. don't want him to wake up. I think they think that he is comatose like in there i don't think they they don't want him to wake up well what do you think they're doing they're just they're messing with him they're so they think wait do they think he's like like he can see and 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 understand the world around them or are they just like what do they think because this is what i thought tess i thought that they were like "Uh uh-oh we gamble wrong. We've got Leo in our house, and we're not making any money off this thing. Uh-huh. We need to get him to wake up so he can uh, go to prison. That's what I thought. We need him to wake up so he can go to prison, and we can go back on with our lives. Oh, I Which see. is kind of a gamble, because let's say he wakes up and like tries to, tries to kill him. That's what I thought. Because but she's so scared when he moves. She is. Maybe they didn't. Well, because there's that one part he goes... Uh, he says something like, the doctor says you need familiar contacts. So we thought... I thought that was him covering his butt. What the hell? Kazoos. Yeah. <laughs> or whatever, you know? <laughs> so a great... You thought that was it? I thought that was him covering his butt. Because, like, at first they're like, Leo Johnson, this is your life. You're a dirtbag and a wife beater. Yeah. You're, you're repulsive, know. and I'm going to make out with your wife right in front were of you. Were they going to do grown-up stuff in front of him? Yes, on that they table? were. And then she saw him move, and then he was like... No, 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 I'm just kidding, Leo Kazoos. You know. And I think that was just Bobby covering his butt because Bobby's a little bit of a coward. Bobby. Ultimately, it, when it comes when to it Leo. When it comes down to it, yeah. Bobby. Um, okay, so maybe that's what they were doing. I, I yeah. don't know. Because they even have, like, they went so far as putting the streamers up. And all yeah. that. Money's tight. What are we doing at the party store? Buying- well, and I thought maybe some of that is just, like, <laughs> kind of, like... Well, we're screwed. Let, we might as well yeah. just throw ourselves a piece of Well, they of had like a big thing of like champagne or something. Yeah. Too, one day. So, yeah. A cake. Uh, he falls into the cake. <laughs> he does fall into the cake. Oh, man. Um, Gordon. Uh, oh, I love when Gordon and Coop see each other and they go like. That's their thing. That's <laughs> yeah, their thing. they're so cute. <laughs> Um, so Gordon Cole reveals yeah. the true reason why he is there, and um, it's uh, because Albert revealed to Cole that he thinks Coop is in over his head, like in Pittsburgh. Yeah. So it's this reference again. We've had a couple references now to something that has happened in Coop's past. Now this is the this is not the first time someone's paid the price. Are you in over your head? Like what happened in Pittsburgh? Um, and also an anonymous letter was sent to the headquarters and it's an opening chess move from Wyndham Earl and, and, um, Gordon Cole says, bless your heart, Coop, 
We're going to have to watch your back from now on. That's my Gordon Cole impression. <laughs> That's pretty good. He's, he's a really great character. He is. Even though I love he's like him. yelling everything, like his yeah. delivery is really good. Yeah. You know? Gordon Cole is one of my favorite Twin Peaks characters. Yeah. Most definitely. Top 10 for sure. Top 5. I was supposed to say top Possibly 10. Possibly top 3. Top, definitely top 30. <laughs> Definitely top 30. There's a lot of characters. There in are a lot. Yeah, so if, yeah. you, if you make that cut, that's actually pretty impressive. How high, is he higher or lower than Cream Corn Kid? <laughs> Way higher than yeah? Cream Corn Kid. I love Cream Corn Kid. I, I don't think Cream Corn makes the cut. I would read a uh, I would read an extended universe comic about Cream Corn Kid. <laughs> Traveling around as a magician with his, gra- with his grandma. Yeah, yeah, I would read that. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Oh, Ben brings Leland back to work. Mm-hmm. Um, since Jerry's on the road, and since he now has a little bit more sympathy for Ben, seeing as though he's just gone through an ordeal. Yeah, they went through the same situation. Right, yeah. right, Ben, really. Yeah, yeah. It's the exact same I'm thing. Being Anyways, um, Ben needs to stall um, so he can figure out where the money is going to come from. Is it going to come from Iceland, or is it going to come from? The Orient. Yeah, why? It's tough whenever we hear that word, right? Anyways, and then, um, so Leland gives him really good advice. Like, he gives him, like, I'm sure what is, like, sound legal financial advice. I don't know a whole lot about law and finance, but he gives him, like, what sounds like totally legit advice. He says it convincingly, at least. But he also, like, takes fur from a taxidermied fox. Did you see that? I saw that. He puts it in his pocket. Yeah, that... I don't know. Is that supposed to apply he's, like, out of his mind? (laughs) Well, we already know that Leland is out of his mind. Yeah. Anyways, Harry comes over to see Josie, and she's leaving... And he asks her to stay, and he tells her that he loves her twice, and she cries, but she leaves anyway. Okay. Do you know what I'm about to say about this? Do you want me to highlight it? <sighs> no. <laughs> no, it's not a part from the... Could, could you highlight uh, Leland, though, from the okay. previous scene? Go highlight Leland, because i got something to say about that. And I've got something about Harry Truman, but it's not a mystery. If he loved her, why is it a secret? Why is the relationship a secret, Right. Right. Well, I keep going back to that, but why? Well, do you think it's really a secret, or is it just, like, on the down low? He, he looked surprised when Coop found out, like... Oh, uh, that is true. Yeah. I mean, you're well, right. I mean, like, well, what's like, the difference between like, being like, on the down low and it being a secret, I right? I don't know. I guess, I guess you're right, but I guess, like, I don't know, like, I could be dating someone and just, like, not bother to tell you. It's not because I'm keeping it together? a secret. Like a few weeks? I don't know. I guess he's in love with her. Probably he's a little bit longer than I that. Don't know. I don't. I don't know. It's weird. Like to me, you know. That he, I don't know, man. You know. You're right. It's weird. You know, I skew one way when it comes. Maybe to Maybe it's just a plot hole. Why is it a secret? I don't know. I don't know. But anyway, he loves her. I love you. I love you. I love you, Josie. I love you. Oh. oh, by the way, speaking of impressions, I was at work the other day, yeah. and someone actually said wrapped in plastic in front of me, and I was just like, wrapped in plastic. What did they do? They just stared at me like, I'm wrapped in, I don't know what they were talking about. Did you explain? No. Well, I didn't have time. I didn't have time. No, they just think you're wrapped in plastic. 
you're alone. It's I didn't have time to think about any of it. You know? <laughs> I didn't have time to explain. But anyway. All right, Leland. How often? We'll think about it. Yeah, I know. I mean, how often does someone say the phrase rhactoplastic? Oh, not very often. No. You've got to take that opportunity. You have, I have no regrets. <laughs> I have no regrets Next at all. Next time, I want someone to say, I'm a whole damn town in front of you. <laughs> Can you imagine? I'm a whole damn town! <laughs> Um, ben has dinner with Mr. Tajimura. Oh, highlight Tajimura. You got it. I've got it. And while he's having dinner with him, Leland is singing. Yes. Um, getting to know you. And um, Ben goes over there and tries to get him to stop. And he's like dancing with him. Like, he's making it into a bit. Yeah. Before that happened. The um, I love him. Leland going. He goes up to people in the audience. Go, where are you from? Twin Peaks your whole life. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then it's so funny but I, first of all if Ben's having like like a secret meeting does Ben have all of his secret meetings out in the, like the like the lounge area right oh yeah <sighs> it's it's really weird and then like this whole like I know the was it the Great Northern yes like, it's supposed to be a very fancy hotel yeah but it often feels kind of like the lobby for like a senior citizen activity home yeah like, it's like, just, like anyone can just grab the mic anyone <laughs> I did like the pianist in the scene, though. It's like a, an older lady. She looked very classy, and she just looked very, like, she was like a, a pianist first, an actress second or third or fourth. Yeah. And you could tell she was just, like, loving the fact she was on a TV show. <laughs> it's amazing, you know? Uh, Pete is on the show. Pete's yes, in an episode. Finally. Missed you, Rat Pete. Pete's at the bar. Drinking and- <laughs> <Drink> his <laughs> milk. Drinking a great oh. big glass of milk. Holy oh, so And he's like... The king and I, he remembers where getting to know you came yeah, from. Yeah, yeah. And he, uh, Mr. Tajimura has come up to the bar and just strikes up a conversation with him because Pete's a friendly guy and he starts talking to him can about. Can I get you a sake? Musical. Yeah, yeah. So then you can buy him a sake and then, what about a glass of milk? <laughs> Offers to buy him a milk. I really like him a oh lot. Oh my god, I love Pete. Pete, definitely top five. Do, do they? <laughs> there's other bars in Twin Peaks. What's he doing there? That's probably the closest one to his home. Yeah, yeah. I was just I trying mean, to sort it out. Like he could probably drink milk out of his house, but, but it's better he's a social milk. guy. He's an extrovert. Yeah. Pete. Tajay Mora says he doesn't like any type of fiction at all. No, fiction, does not like musicals. And Pete says yeah. even Fiddler on the Roof. <laughs> Like, that's the gold standard. Exactly. Fiddler on the Roof is a great musical. Like, you know? I think people who don't like musicals like Fiddler on the Roof. I saw Fiddler on the Roof with, um, is it Topple? Is that his name? The the main, the guy in the movie, oh, like the dad. No. Yeah, God, I really? saw it. It was one of his last runs, like his last that's run amazing. of it. It was, uh, I don't remember the name of the theater. It was up in Baltimore, and he was like 70-something. Wow. But he's still a beautiful voice. He was kind of like... Not moving as much as he does in the movie, but yeah, I went to see it just for him. You know, it was amazing. You know, I don't know if he's still alive or not. I mean, probably. He was like seventy something when I saw him. Guys, you're listening to same fiddler. (laughs) We could do a whole show about musicals if we wanted to. Okay. We We drink milk. Always. Yes. 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 Oh, the one-armed man. Yes. We've captured. I feel so bad for this guy because they really like. I felt bad when they were, like, going through his stuff, like, searching his apartment. Yeah. I mean, he's a murder... Um, suspect. Suspect, yeah, uh, because of dreams that Coop had. <laughs> so, totally admissible in court. But, um, 
Uh, I feel bad for him because he seems really like, what's going on? He guys? doesn't know what's going on. Yeah. Because of the drugs, yeah. but they didn't let him take the drugs. Yeah. And the change happened. Yeah. Great scene. Wow. wow. This scene. Well, someone tells him to get take give him let him take the drugs. So they want to give him the drugs. And Coop's like no. And they're like no, don't give him the drugs because the syringe contained. A trace amounts of a drug for schizophrenia. They do ask him, are you schizophrenic? Um, he turns into, so he comes in as uh, Philip Gerard, the shoe, the shoe salesman. He turns into Mike, an inhabiting spirit. Yeah. And Gerard is just his host. He's like a ghost. Is that what this was like, maybe? I guess we can highlight Mike is a one-armed man, or Mike. Mike. Mike is the spirit's name. Mike the spirit. Yeah. And Bob was his familiar, and he says, Bob is eager for fun. He wears a smile. Yeah. Everybody runs. Yeah. Ooh, so yeah. creepy. He says that Bob requires a human host, and that he feeds off of fears and pleasures. Oh, he, no, he says fears, and he goes... And pleasures. Oh my goodness! I know. It's so creepy. It's a great. This oh, actor so is so good, good though, because he's so he's good. all like, "Oh, guys, I really need my medicine," and then he's like, Bruh. <laughs> "Right." It's so good. He's so good. So I watched this with subtitles on because I was I was actually watching it early this morning. I didn't want to wake anyone up. And I had oh wow, what a way to start your day! I started my I started my morning at five in the morning. I watched it this early in the morning. It was it was great though. But anyway, in the subtitles, when he comes up, like after the change, it actually says in a different voice. Oh. That's how good of an actor is. <laughs> Whenever the subtitles, like I better differentiate. He's using a different voice. Um. Uh, so Mike and Bob used to be partners. Yeah. But Mike was purified by the face of God, and remains in this vessel to. Stop Bob. Few can see Bob's true face. The gifted and the damned. He, and did you notice when he, he said the gifted, it went on Coop's face. Yeah, and then yeah. did you see who he saw when he says and the damned? No. What did it go on? Look at you. I didn't know. When that. he says and the gifted, he looks at Coop. Because yeah. we know there's psychic stuff going on. Yeah. When he says and the damned, he looks right in the camera at us. Oh. It was a really Yeah, it's a really oh, cool it's man. a really cool break in the fourth wall kind of moment because he stares right at oh. us, locking eyes so with good. us. It's really cool. We're the damn. Where is Bob now? And he does this riddle. Yeah. So he's in a house in the woods, and there are different souls in every room, but Coop figures it out. It's a hotel. It's the Great, the Great Northern. And end of episode. Holy smokes, man. Holy smokes. Holy, holy smokes. <laughs> wow, right? <laughs> Talk about a cliffhanger. Yeah. Can't believe I gotta wait 30 days to watch another episode. <laughs> <laughs> get around the recording again. Oh, I, actually, listeners, I do promise we will at least once a month. We can do that. Yes. At least. Yes. And if we have our bonus episodes, yeah. like, like back on a fortnightly schedule. But at yeah. least don't think that this is a dead cast. We'll never let it die. <laughs> we'll never let it die. He so said that in a different voice. <laughs> 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 he said it in a different voice. That's so Eric, I think it's time to talk about the so many mysteries that were in this episode. 
mean that. No, no, it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. Oh no, that whole time. But we still had it. I know, it's okay, Tess. Listeners, we apologize for know, the poor audio know, quality of that first segment. It's, I'll be honest with you, I swear it was selected, and then it was not selected anymore. It's another mystery. It is. So, guys, our, our nice microphone was not selected for the previous segment, but I think you could still hear us. I hope so. Yeah. I saw the bars moving up and down. Okay. Yeah. Well, you'll get home and you'll listen to it and you'll tell me if we have to re-record. This no, is- we won't. We won't because the magic happened. We won't re-record. Okay. Yeah. We've done it before. It's the darkness in the woods. It's the darkness in the woods, I swear. It's after us. It's what it is inside podcasting, guys. Sometimes my laptop goes, oh, you've got a microphone. Let me use that one. Another <laughs> time it goes... I don't see no microphone. Let me use the one on the laptop. But I saw the bars moving. I th- I think it's working. Okay. I know. Why didn't you stop us earlier? Because well, you know when I figured out? We're like 45 minutes oh. in. I, I was like, let's roll. I said, let's roll with that. I, I, know, I know that like we were so far in. I was like, ah, we might as well own it at this point. Okay. It's okay. I'm sorry about that That's task. Right. It's okay. I'll survive. Yeah, will you? Yeah. It's okay. Funsies and freezies, right? Funsies and freezies. Funsies, give me a high five. Funsies and freezies. What's the name of the segment we're in? I keep forgetting. So many (laughs) mysteries. Mysteries. I think whenever we see each other at the library, we should do this. Like I don't think that's coop. bad. I don't think Can that's bad at all. we do it like colon coop? But they did it without even like looking at each no, other. No, that's true. We have to like sense each other's presence. Which is amazing because <laughs> Gordon wasn't even looking at coop. And we know he can't really hear that well. Right. So like how did he how know he's there? Know. He's psychic stuff. Psychic stuff. So yeah, they is. were connected. Well, that's the first mystery. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, you had me highlight the diary. Yes. Okay. So here's our question. What's in that diary? Probably who murdered her, maybe. Ooh, yeah. Probably information about Bob. Yes. Probably, are you confirming? Because that dove might get me. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) I would say probably sexy time stuff. And probably, hmm. Hmm. Something else. Other mysteries that we can't foresee. Okay. I was just, what's in the mystery? What's in the diary is what's what I was What's in saying. the diary? Yeah. What's in the diary? What's in the diary? We got a box. <laughs> we got a box with all of our summer reading, like, uh, game boards in it. Yeah. And it was the perfect size. <laughs> I don't want to spoil the movie Seven for anyone. At one point, there's a box and you have to guess what's in it. <laughs> that's that's all I'll say. But it was the perfect size for what ended up in that box <laughs> in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> well, you had me highlight Donna and Maddie. Donna and Oh, yeah. So the whole show, or a lot of it, has been like, who's he going to end up with? He chose by who he was going to save. Oh, he grabbed Donna. Right. Grabbed Donna, left Maddie to- That was his priority. Fend for herself. <laughs> but luckily, they all ran out yep. anyway. Yeah. Um, you have a theory about Harry- when Harry said, you think too much. Yeah, yeah. I think... So and he did not have a similar moment of clarity. He did not have a similar <laughs> moment of clarity. And I, I've been thinking a lot about Harry and him, like, you know, abusing his law, uh, abusing his authority over the law and stuff like that. Uh-huh. And um, us, I think that... I, I don't know for sure, because I haven't been looking up anything about Twin Peaks, like forums or anything online. I try to keep my out-of-game knowledge to a minimum <laughs> so the dove won't attack me. 
But I think that Harry's a pretty... Would it be safe to say that Harry in the Twin Peaks fan community is a beloved character? Do people like Harry? Yeah, people like Harry. So I think... I. So this is where I'm going with this. I think it, there will be a twist coming up where Harry is not a good person and he's a bad person. It's going to be like, how do we... We how, we never saw that coming because he's so great. And then when you rewatch it, you're like, oh, we should have seen it the whole time. And what I'm seeing is the we should have seen it the whole time-ness <laughs> of it. Because when someone goes, you man, I really shouldn't have abused my authority because it leads to people around me getting hurt. And then the next person goes... You think too much. That's sneakiness to me. Yeah. Sneaky with a capital S. Harry S. Oh, <laughs> Harry no. Sneaky Truman. That's what the S stands for. That's what the S stands for. We figured it out. Oh, that's mystery solved. Mystery solved. <laughs> Harry Sneaky Truman. Um, You had me highlight Leland. Leland. Okay, so you know I'm on Team Leland, right? Yeah. And, but he also did murder a person. Definitely. But I think this... It's okay, I'm on Team Kylo Ren and he murdered a whole planet. He so. murdered, like, probably a lot of people too, right? He yeah. probably even found and went back to that moon on Endor and killed a bunch of Ewoks too, oh. just for fun. Um, <laughs> anyway, I think, I think Leland is a worse person than we realize. Because even before he murdered a person and before uh, Laura was murdered and before his hair turned white who did he work with ben ben and what do we know about ben he's bad he's not a good guy no and so it he used, likes money more than it his was daughter. what i used to think about was like okay ben's a not good guy jerry's a not good guy but leland leland's a good guy mm-hmm. but now in this episode when he's like he gives that very sound financial advice about how to do like stay a, 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 away be, from the yeah. law right and then i was like maybe he's like the worst one of them all here's a question did leland ever go to one-eyed jacks i don't think so we i would say i don't think so but look who he's hanging out with yeah. you know mm. i don't know man so i think there's more to leland than me see what do you do with that hair in his in his jacket why did he take oh, it and put it in his I jacket? I don't know. You know what I thought. So what's the what's the type of coat that they found? That Vicuna. Do am I supposed to know what that is? I'm gonna look it up for you right now. Thank you. Cause so my first thought was so listeners, if you right now you're going, I know what a Vicuna is. This Eric, this guy that doesn't know what a Vicuna is. I thought maybe Vicuna was a type of animal. A Vicuna is a type of animal. Is it that? What's it look like? It looks like a deer. Oh, okay. Let me look. Sort of. Do you have a picture? Let me look at it. Or sort of like a, like a, maybe like an alpaca kind of creature. Oh, okay. Well, anyway, I was thinking maybe that animal that he pulled the fur off of. Oh, was it a vicuna? Yeah. Well, because I don't know what a vicuna looks like. <laughs> yeah. That does not look at all like no. the animal that he did pulled. Because then I was thinking maybe that explains the fibers. I'll tweet out a picture of a vicuna for everybody. Yeah. Vicuna. So we all know what a vicuna, vicuna is. Vicuna Matata. <laughs> What a wonderful what phrase. What a wonderful phrase. <laughs> anyway, I think Leland's worse than we all realize, maybe. Okay. So. Interesting theory. Mm-hmm. Um, Mr. Tajimura. Okay. This is it. I was looking at Mr. Tajimura. I'm looking at him. I think he's wearing a disguise. Like, his hair looks like a wig. And his mustache looks fake. And he looks like he's wearing stuff on his face. And his jacket looks like it's too big for his body. And I was like, why does this look so familiar? And I was like, wait a second. Wasn't there a whole movie, I think, where Whoopi Goldberg had to be, <laughs> pretend to be a man? Do you know what I'm talking about? I, 
I think there's a movie where Whoopi Goldberg had to pretend to be a man and they did much the same thing. Put a big jacket on her to make her look bigger. I think Tajimura is actually a woman in disguise and I think that woman is none other than Josie is what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. I think Josie and Josie's doing some kind of like double wheeling and dealing kind of thing. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. If it's not Josie, I still think Mr. Tajimura is wearing a disguise of some sort. And is either not a man or not an Asian man or something. Like, there's some kind of secret. And it may be someone we know. First pick is Josie. Second pick is another Renault. (laughs) (laughs) The Renault sister? So, yeah, the Renault sister, maybe. The Renault sister. Um, You did mention something, I think. Just to add on to your theory, you did mention something last week about Tajimura's accent. And how you felt like it didn't didn't sound sound, legit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Didn't sound legit. It didn't sound like a legit Japanese no. accent. Um, or an accent of the Orient. <laughs> mm. um, yeah. Mike as an inhabiting spirit. Okay. So spirit to me means a couple things. Mm-hmm. It could be a ghost. Mm-hmm. Like Mike was someone who died and is a ghost now. Then that makes me think, like, how long have people been using the name Mike? Right? <laughs> right? You know? Okay. So we're probably not talking about, like, old old West times. Unless he changed his name to Mike later. Um, or he's some kind of, like, wood spirit. Like, mm-hmm. that's a thing, too. Like a like a nymph or a dyad or something like that. Mm-hmm. Or, or a naiad or something. Uh, so I don't know what's going on. But I'm saying I, I don't... I don't know for sure if it's a ghost, but we know that something's going on and it's something psychic related. So, Did you notice in the scripts that you read that Mike's name is always capitalized? Like all four letters and Bob's name I've is seen, always I've capitalized? I've seen that once, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. That's just something I've noticed. They always capitalize their names, hmm. all the letters. Hmm. I don't know. I've also noticed, too, when I look at the scripts, a lot of them have like a opening narration by the log lady. Oh, yes. Yeah, but there is no narration by the log lady in the episodes we watch. So, Yeah, um, you want to explain that? Yeah. Let's talk about a mystery. (laughs) I've been looking at it for like, I don't know, since the beginning we did this cast. I've never brought it up once, though. So, we're watching the episodes as they originally aired. Yes. Um, When the episodes entered syndication, they all had an introduction from the log lady. Um, Is that important? Um, are they important? Obviously, they're not like. Imp- so when they entered syndication, they added stuff. To yeah, it. they Is that common? added. I don't know. I don't think it's common. Like, I mean, that's like if Saved by the Bell entered <laughs> uh, syndication, and then they were like, "Well, now uh, I don't know." Zach has a whole monologue at the yeah, beginning of the episode. Now they were syndicated on, I believe, the Bravo channel, which I think nowadays is like um, known for its like heavily. LGBT content, yeah. which it wasn't back then. Um, but I don't know. Like when they when they put the like it aired in like 1989, 1990, 1991, and then it like re-aired later, I guess, in the 90s. And when it went into syndication, they added on these Who? now and the log lady intros usually were kind of like cryptically uh, associated with something that happened in the episode. So she sort of was, yeah. like, referencing something that happened in the episode, but in her log lady way. Who wrote those narrations? I don't know. 
Because either that's a good question. Is it well? What I'm saying are the narrations canon. <laughs> that's a good. What we should this question. is this is an idea since we've we come, need to we should research the what, log lady. What we should do is pick and you probably know this if there's an episode that's good to like call it a cliffhanger like mid season finale. Uh huh. We should stop and do an episode where we just do. All the uh, oh, the log lady, the log lady narration. Maybe I don't know because I'm interested now. If they're canon, yeah, I see you writing this down. Well, I'll have to do some research. Yeah, for you. yeah, I'm just curious, and I've seen them, and I'm always like, why is that there? And I just skip over them real fast because I don't. Yes. Want to. And then I'm always like, is this the right episode? Oh, it and is. And if you look on YouTube, you can find just like all. You of can them. find the log lady narrations, okay. and you can like look up for a specific ones. Maybe, like I want the log lady narration for season two, episode okay. six, or whatever. Maybe, maybe that's something we'll put maybe that in. We need to start going back and finding there them. Could be stuff They're there. not on Netflix. Eric and I have been watching the TV show on Netflix. Yeah. Bong. Um, bong. You know, Netflix. Yeah, yeah thank you. <laughs> bong. Bong. Which I realized, by the way, like, because my, my daughter Freya watches a show called Word Party on Netflix, and she, when she hears that bong, she gets excited. And I realized, like, that. To her, it's probably like to us, like that Nick, 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 <laughs> or, or whatever, right? Yeah. You know, like whatever that little production symbol, or like the Disney. Remember, da 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 da. You know, it was so interesting times. You know, so miss. Do I have any other mysteries? I think that was it. Do you have anything else to add? Um, no. Good episode. Good episode. Yeah. All right, Eric. Who is your? Oh wait. We're doing MVP or quotable quotation? You're the boss. Boss. Forget what order we go in. God, that's what you know we've been doing. I think you do quotable quotation. Okay. Let's and then do... MVP and then fish in a barrel. <laughs> you mean a percolator. Percolator. <laughs> God, we really. God, we are so out of it. What podcast are we Listeners, doing right now? I am so sorry. <sighs> Guys, were you, if you're listening to this for, for some, we're usually better than this. Usually we know what cast we're on. Oh, God. Is this your first episode listening we, to we, us? We're we, really much more on the ball. We know this. our segments, and usually the mic is on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, when Brett goes to produce this, he's going to be so he's mad. He's going to be us. so angry. We're sorry, Brett. I'm sorry, Brett. Uh, you're going to do a phenomenal job. Thank we you very you. much. We yeah. love you, Brett. I love you, Brett. Brett's our producer. I love you, Brett. Okay, let's do our next segment. Quotable quotations. Oh, it feels good to be back in the saddle. Oh, boy. Uh, Miss Tess, what is your quotable quotation? My quotable quotation is from Gordon Cole. Okay. Was yours also from Gordon? No, it wasn't. Okay. It wasn't. I know. I was I know. looking at you. I thought we were going to end up with the same one. I know, because no. we've, we've had the same one for, I think, like the past couple episodes. Yeah, yeah. We've been um, in sync. So I was wondering if we would again. <laughs> My quotable quotation was from Gordon Cole, and it's when Gordon and Coop see each other for yep. the first time. And Gordon says, Cooper, you remind me today of a small Mexican chihuahua. <laughs> That's a good quote. But now, let me ask you this. Why Why does he remind him? That's a really good question. Because he says it, and then later he, like, he kind of talks like he's going to explain why. Yeah. But it just is... But it's the thing about Wyndham Earl. And I, my theory... Is that he's in danger, so chihuahuas are always in danger? No. My theory <laughs> is that, you know how FBI... Um, secret organizations speaking code and stuff. Yeah. I think maybe 
um, Cooper, you remind me of a small Mexican chihuahua. It's a code. It's like a code for Cooper, you're in danger. Really? I think so. Huh. I think... Now, when now, you... if anyone's listening from the FBI, <laughs> please tell us. Uh, email us in uh, same team, uh, same peaks, y'all at gmail.com. We would love to know if that's an actual code. So you'll you will find out more about Cooper and Cole and Albert and the particular division of the FBI that they work for. It's a special division. They work for a special division like that a... deals with codes and. It's like per- an X Files thing. Like maybe, unsolved mysteries, kind of, yeah, maybe yeah. some paranormal stuff Ooh, going on, fringe, and so, um, and uh, and in their line of work, they often communicate in um, in codes and um, stuff like in images that mean certain things. Will to I learn about this in the, sh- in the show or in the You'll extended learn universe? Some of it in the show and and some of it in the extended universe. Some of it's in the movie. I'll, there's a lot of it in the book. Um, and there's uh, more of it in the return as well. Okay. Um, you know, you just told me a lot of stuff that could potentially get my eyes back. It's okay. Out. The dove um, is on vacation. This <laughs> the week. dove is not on vacation. <laughs> the dove <laughs> is not on vacation. Always on vacation. Anyways, that's my theory okay. about the Chihuahua. Okay. And Very anyways, nice. I just love when he says it. And also, I have a, a fantasy of owning a Chihuahua one day because I really love Chihuahuas and I want to name it Special Agent Dale Cooper. <laughs> That's a good name for, <laughs> for a Chihuahua, for Chihuahua. Yeah, and they would probably eat a lot of jelly donuts, too. So <laughs> and I would really like to have two, and I would name the other one um, uh, Regional Bureau Chief Gordon Cole. <laughs> Gordon Cole. So you've been talking about him for a while. Yeah. He is a really cool I hyped character. him up, and I'm yeah. glad that he lived well, up to the hype Well, did you hype him because you knew I like him because he's hard of hearing? No, I hyped that was him my, up. Because that was my main thing. I was like, how often are we going to see, you know what I mean? Right. Even if it is played up as a joke, it's still, he's a man of influence. You right. know what I mean? Right, I hyped him up because he's one of my favorite characters, but I am also glad that you like him also because he's representation of a hard of hearing individual. He is. Very cool. Uh, for my quote... I was looking, like I told you, I always look through the scripts to pick out my... I take it very seriously, my quote. I know. And I saw only two options for me. Okay. One was the one you picked. Okay. <laughs> and the other one was, he is Bob, eager for fun when he wears a smile. Everybody, run. Oh, so crazy. Everybody, run. Oh, oh my, my I mean, God. I had to, it was one of those two. It yeah. was one of those two. Such a good quote. So scary. And it's almost makes it like a child, like, like, here's the deal. Bob is his familiar, which whatever that means. I don't know what, what that means. So here's the deal. Does that mean he's not a, so, so Mike is, is a, a spirit. Mike, Mike is, a, is spirit. a spirit. Bob's a familiar. I don't know what any of this means, but does they that mean, partners. it makes me think he's almost like a boogeyman type situation. Yeah. Like he's been tormenting kids. Well, he, he tormented, uh, Leland. Leland. By flicking matches at him yeah. or whatever. Yeesh. Oh man. Hey man. Eric. Hey who Tess. Who is your MVP of this episode? So majestic. Who did you choose? I think we chose the same person. I don't think we did, but go ahead. No? No. (laughs) No? No. Okay. I chose FBI, Regional, Bureau, (laughs) Chief, 
Gordon Cole is who I picked as my MVP of this episode. And why did you choose him as your... Representative of a hard of hearing community. And if you're a new listener and you're like, why does he keep going on about this? (laughs) My daughter's hard of hearing. So she's uh, 16 months old, wears hearing aids. So I'm always now that, you know, when you notice something or you know something new, you start looking for it everywhere. And I'm like, boy, not a lot of representation for the deaf and hard of hearing community or for signing and stuff. I just saw uh, A Quiet Place. Have you heard of this movie? Oh, yes. Which Was it good? It's, so it's kind of a spooky movie, but it heavily involves a lot of ASL and sign. And it's very cool. Not just for that moment and not just for that reason, but especially, not, I don't want to say especially for that reason, but for Amanda and I, my wife and I, it's really cool to be like, ooh, look at these people having yeah. whole conversations in sign on a TV, on a, on a on big a movie, movie screen. Yeah. yeah. So big it, movie stars too. John Kaczynski and yeah. Emily Blunt. Yeah. It, it was a good movie. But anyway, uh, I picked him because of that. And also I just, I liked him and I feel like his relationship with Coop is a good one. Whereas I think Coop's relationship with Truman is not a good one. I think Truman's a bad influence. Ooh, I think, I know. The bromance. I, you, you know what I, I, so this is me pulling my dad card. Bad influence. Oh. <laughs> Truman, you're a bad influence on Coop telling him to abuse his authority. And I don't know Gordon Cole that much, but I feel like he's more of a straight and narrow kind of guy. That's mm, what mm-hmm. I feel like. Man by the book. He's a company man. He's a company man. Yep. Yep. Um, Who is your MVP, Miss Tess? I did not choose Gordon Cole. Um, I thought I, you would. I know. I, I love Gordon Cole, but I felt like he was not the most valuable player of this episode. <laughs> he was he was fantastic. Yeah. Um, but I felt like Coop was the most valuable player of yeah. this episode. Now, I always judge um, on, like, who I felt like gave the, like, best contribution to okay. the story. And I felt like Coop, I was just really impressed by him in this episode. I'm always impressed by Coop. Um, but he, um, I loved his moment of clarity at the beginning of the episode where he realizes, like, oh, crap, I've done it again. Yeah. I've gone out of my jurisdiction. I've been waiting for him to have this moment of where he was like, ooh, I should have done that. He should enough. Yeah. Um, And I also love the, d- the deductions that he's been making, um, how, how quickly he realized that Audrey is recovering from a drug overdose and how... Um, well, he's a brilliant detective. Yeah, and how quickly yeah. he figured out the riddle. Like, snap. Oh, it's a hotel. The Great Northern. I know. Let's go there now. They could be finding Ooh. Bob in the next episode. I forgot. I should have mentioned this in the mysteries. Oh, wait. You finished your thing about the guy. Well, that's it. Oh, like, that's they it. Could, oh. They could find Bob in the next episode. They know where he is. Mystery? Who? Who's, who? Who is Bob inside yeah, of right yeah. now at the Great Northern? Probably Leland, right? Maybe. What do you do with your hands? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> That's a sign for uh, wait. That's a sign for wait. Oh, so you just, I thought, I just I thought you knew wait. and you were like, wait for it. Yeah, it's so interesting. We don't really have to have this conversation in the middle of your, of this podcast. We can do it. Why not? Sometimes, sometimes people use signs not knowing that yeah, they're signs. exactly. And I have done that in the past. Um, <laughs> just real quick. I was doing story time one time and I sang Twinkle Twinkle Little Star yeah. and I did this. 
And this is apparently explosions. Yeah, explosions fireworks. or fireworks, something loud. Like, and I meant it to be like twinkling lights, yeah, yeah. so pretty. Did they show you twinkle? Well, there was a little girl yeah. who was coming to my story times who was deaf, and they came up to me afterwards and they said, "Actually, this is twinkle." Yeah, twinkle. This is acceptable as twinkle too. Twinkle okay. or sparkle. Twinkle. There's a yeah. couple variations, but that, this is less aggressive than. This is a really great conversation to have on a podcast. Well, but anyways. She she taught me the appropriate sign for twinkle so that I did not scream twinkle, twinkle anymore. And then she also showed me the sign that they had made up for me when they talk about me at home. Is it ukulele based? No, it's this because... They, again, this is She's really good. She's touching the top of her head, flat. Flat because, hand, top of her head. Because that's what I asked them to do at the end of story time to get their stamp. We asked the kids to put their hands up on top of their head so we can stamp their hands. So that's that great. whenever they talk about Miss Tessa at home, they put their hand on top of their head. I got head, more to really say sweet. to you about ASL, but this is not the place right, for we'll it. Right, we'll talk about it after. No, okay. um, real quick, though, how many fish in a percolator did you get this episode? You'd never guess. There was a fish. In the percolator. I would give it four solid fish. I also give it four Here, let's do it. I thought it was a really good episode. I thought it moved much faster than some episodes. I thought we got a lot of new mysteries and some resolution, you know. I do think maybe for this cast, you tell me, because you do most of the work for this cast with writing. (laughs) You know what we should do is start every episode with cliffhangers slash unresolved things from the previous episode. Because it dawned on me, big cliffhanger. Uh, Andy and uh, oh, Andy and Lucy. We yeah, never I realized to that. we never returned to that. And that's a big deal. Last thing mm-hmm. we knew, he was running off because she was at the uh, abortion, abortion clinic, clinic. Right? Yeah. He's a whole damn town after all. <laughs> so, just an idea for the future. Okay, uh, guys, you've been listening to Same Peaks, y'all. My name's Eric, and my name is Tess. And man, this has been a real doozy of an episode. Thank you for sticking with us. Thank you for sticking with this podcast. We really appreciate you. I mean, I think I've said this before, especially if you if you listen to our our mother cast, same team, y'all. You could literally do anything else with your time, and you decided to listen to us, uh, even when I forget to turn the mic on. So <laughs> I'm really you. sorry, but I'm glad you guys stuck with us. I think this actually, I actually think this episode turned out great. <laughs> <laughs> and we're not biased at all. We're the best Twin Peaks podcast. You did say that time. once to me. I mean, I uh, might be crazy, but I think it is. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, if you guys wanted to email us uh, your thoughts on the show Twin Peaks, you could do that at samepeaksyall at gmail.com. And if you want to follow our Twitter, hand- Twitter handle, it is <laughs> at samepeaksyall. Uh, that's the name of our mother cast. Be sure to check us out over there as well. All right. Okay. Uh, oh, I almost forgot our sign off. Oh, sorry. Oh, boy, this coffee is hot. Hot. This coffee's hot. <laughs>